0: So you're back three years later. We're here. You've been travel nursing. You're upset. Talk about it.
1: <laughs> wow, quite the introduction, Elijah.
0: <laughs> we can always like record an introduction later.
1: That's true. Um... So. So everything's making sense right now, to me. Kind of. I'm kind of pissed. Kissing. piecing piecing the, the pieces together <laughs> um so last year i like after my relationship um with so and so we'll call him a i went back went back on the dating apps like just not looking for anything and I did a lot of traveling last year, as in, like, I went to Hawaii, I went to Nashville, I went to San Diego, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, had some fun, finally, for myself. And I met this guy. We shall call him S. (laughs) And he, he's also a travel nurse. Um, I was a staff nurse at the time, but he, like, caught my interest because, you know, I love those ICU nurses, right? And, like, we met up he like picked me up we had a good first date and then we met up the next day after work because we both worked the next day different hospitals by the way and he picked me like we like met at this ice cream place and then like we went on a walk downtown and then he tried to kiss me and i denied him and then i had i like didn't really see him i think for like who i want to say like a month and a half because then I, like, went to Hawaii and Nashville, and I just, like, didn't have time for him. And then I was rotating from days to nights, and I went back to night shift, and he's a day shift nurse. And he was, like, so persistent on, like, fucking me. Excuse my language. But I was just like, no, nope, not going to happen. And he would be like, you should, like, not go to work tonight. And I'd be like, well, sex doesn't pay my bills.
0: Oh! <laughs>
1: I literally said that. And I think that's, like, one of the best texts I've ever sent to someone, like... But anyway, so, like, I catch feelings for this motherfucker, right? And, like, I don't know. He just seems so mysterious. Like, because normally you can find, like, shit online about people. But, like, me and my best friend weren't able to, like, find anything on him. So we think he's, like, in the witness protection program. But, like, so- something's not adding up. And so, like, we, like, just didn't talk for a while because, like, he's selfish as fuck. And, like. I think, like, we ended, like, I was, like, mad at him one time because he bailed on me for the gym. Like, we would go to the gym after work. Um, and, yeah, and then I reconnected with him before I left for travel nursing because I was a staff nurse. And he, like, came home early. He changed his flight. He came home early from home to Boise from Virginia um, to see me. I picked him up at the airport. You know, we did our thing. And, like, he was just like... He, like, had this house. He's, like, yeah, you like, you'll like the new place that I'm renting out. And I was, like, wait. Like, he was making renovations to it. And, like, normally, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird, like, if you find it on Facebook Market and you're, like, putting holes into the wall when you're... It's, like, technically a short-term lease.
0: Right.
1: And then, I don't know, now looking back at it, because, like, I was... Like I spent the night at his house like several times and have showered there and I'm just like, I was like, hmm, like there was two, like, what do you call those? Uh, loofahs. Mm. And I asked him one time, I was like, why do you have two? And he literally was like, one's for my butt and the other's for my body. The fuck? <laughs> Is that a thing?
0: No, no, I don't think that's and a thing. And then
1: there was like, girl, like like girl lotion and like girl shampoo and all that. And he was like, oh yeah, this came with the house. <sighs> well, cause you don't like normal, normally Furnish finder does like, it does like, you know, Airbnb stuff. You know what I mean? Where like they have like all this stuff, but now I'm just like thinking back at it. Like n- now that we like found out he owns that house, like, cause I had an inkling. I'm like, is this fucker like married or in a relationship?
0: Well, and somebody lies about one thing, you never truly know like, like, what why, they're capable of. Like,
1: why would you lie about owning a house?
0: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, that's just, that's just lying for the sake of lying. I mean, it's not like you're, it's not like it's some McMansion and like he's worried that you're some like kind of gold digger or something like that. Like, there's literally no reason to lie about owning a house. Like, that's what's so weird about it. Because
1: I'm a homeowner too.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm
1: an independent woman. I'm not after your money, bro. Like, fuck off. I just think that's a... It's
0: just a weird thing to lie about. I mean, and, you know, it's just like what you said that it just is like a pattern of behavior now coupled with all these things that you're remembering. I mean, it just all adds up to him being a fucking liar. So...
1: Like, I honestly do think he's in a relationship, and his friend that he has to pick up, that he had to pick up today, was probably his girlfriend. I don't know. He has no social media. Like, he, like, his tracks are well covered.
0: It's true. That like, true. tell
1: me why you would have, like, bath and bodywork lotions, like, as a dude do you you don't have that stuff do you none of my ex-boyfriends had that
0: i've had stuff that like girls have like left over from like previous relationships but no i don't typically stock the house with like girl items like no no i don't i don't have any of that
1: i feel like a fucking clown
0: no, people like that are good at what they do. And like you said, it's it's hard. Like in today's day and age, if somebody doesn't have a social media presence, like it's almost like being in the Stone Age again because you like we're so obnoxiously transparent typically through social media. Or if you are in a relationship, like you're gonna find out one way or another. I mean, you can look at like tagged photos, you can look at comments and like Everybody's kind of like a super sleuth nowadays with the internet and social media But if you don't have that presence like you literally have to go back to like a quote-unquote old-school way of taking people at their word So that doesn't make you a clown. It just makes him potentially allegedly good at lying but then when you couple that with the fact that he lies about owning a house like There's literally no point um, in doing that so Something like that He could definitely be lying about I don't know
1: It just Wow But then again I was just like I parked my car there Like I don't know She probably lives out of state
0: Wow Or he's just Had stuff over Because he was currently Fucking somebody else Which is Kind of the same principle anyways
1: Because we didn't talk for two months But I also was fucking someone else (laughs)
0: <laughs> Case closed.
1: <laughs> so I don't have a reason to be mad. And someone asked me the other day when I was, like, telling them about my life story about with him. Like, they're like, well, do you think he's, like, been with other girls? And I'm like, probably. But it doesn't bother me because I've lived my life and I was with multiple people. And, like, in the span of when we didn't talk, you know what I mean? So, like, I can't fault for fault someone for that when... I've been out there doing the same thing. Right. And it doesn't really... Like, I mean, it does bother me because it's just like, okay, if you're not going to use a rubber, you know what I mean? Like, do you have a test to show me <laughs> that you're clean?
0: <laughs> For sure.
1: Um, especially when you're like the king of cream pies. But...
0: <laughs> the fuck? Uh.
1: Um. Damn, like, everything's coming to light. I really don't know what to believe now. I really don't. Like, everything wasn't adding up. I was just like, why are you changing? I helped him install a new, like, keypad for his house. Like, he changed his, like, doorknob to, like, one of those keypads. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'll just, like, take it back when I move out. When I stop renting the place. And then, like... And, like, I looked at the garage and I was like, why do you have, like, what are these? And he's like, oh, I bought these. And they're, like, these big-ass flower vases. And I'm just like, how are you going to take that back home when you leave this place? You know what I mean? So I knew I had an inkling and I wish you would have checked sooner before when I asked you to. Because then it would have saved me a lot of fucking time. Oh. I would have called him out on it. I'd be like, why the fuck are you lying to me? Like, I know you're trash. True. Thanks, Elijah. You took one for the team, for sure.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. But...
1: I asked you this in February.
0: I don't think so. I don't remember that. Allegedly.
1: I still have... I saved all my shit. My text messages, our text thread.
0: Allegedly. I don't know. I don't think... uh, I know you want to, like, say something, though. How bad... On a scale from 1 to 10, how bad do you want to confront him about that?
1: A 10, but I'm not going to embarrass myself over it. There's no... What is that going to do me?
0: Well, if anything, he should be the one that's embarrassed, but obviously he doesn't have shame. I still have the
1: power, and I don't want that power to be given to him. For sure. So it's time to move on. Like, if anything, this makes it easier. It still fucking hurts, but... Now I know he's truly just trash. Like, and he will never have anything real. Because he can't even be honest with himself.
0: It's very true. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucked up. It's so weird. It's so fucking weird. (laughs) I've never heard of somebody doing that. Like I said, I could imagine that in like a crazy scenario where it's like, "Oh, you find out they have just a shit ton of money and own the house because they want to make sure you like them for them." Like I could wrap my head around that, but this like it just doesn't that's just lying for the sake of lying. There's no rhyme or reason to it.
1: I don't think he knows what's real anymore. Well, Cuz all he does is lie.
0: Yeah. And when you get into that habit, like your version of reality becomes distorted and yeah, then you just, I mean, I get it. Like I know what it's like to get onto a slippery slope of lying where you literally just lie for the sake of lying. Like it starts with something, you know, innocent and it like spirals out of control. But like that clearly has reached a point of like next level shit because Lying about where you live or where you're living, like, who the fuck cares? Like, that is literally something nobody fucking cares about, especially since you own your own home, too, like...
1: That's something you should be proud of.
0: Yeah, like, I can't think... Like, I, I, my mind is boggled, like, trying to come up with any scenario where that would make just even a small amount of sense, and I can't think of one. So, yeah, he's just... He's lying for the sake of lying. I don't know.
1: Just like his text message. Yep. So, a little little background story. Like, we hung out, like, the last week, couple weeks while I was in Boise before I started my travel assignment. And, like, honestly, like, (laughs) I was talking to another guy in San Diego, and he was waiting for me. And so, like, when Stefano was acting... Oh, shit. (laughs) Anyways, when he was acting a little shady, um, I told M that I, like, I moved my flight so I could be there sooner, so I could pursue things further with M. (laughs) And the funny thing is, like, so he came back, S came back, right? picked him up from the airport things were like good like he was spending time with me I felt for once in my life like he finally was like actually trying I felt like he was trying and he was like showing me what I wanted in the time and he was like it was like different from when we like like a few months before where we would just like hook up or go to the gym and just like you know what I mean but he was like spending time with me we'd watch movies like I think I went over one time after work and I, we, like, didn't even have sex. We just, like, he's, like, I'm down for a movie night. And I was, like, okay. And then, like, went over. He made dinner. I ate dinner. And we, like, cuddled on the couch and watched a movie. And then I went home. Like, and that felt really nice. And, and then one time, like, he had one day off. And he was just, like, you know, I was thinking about, like, because he's a workaholic. He's, like, I was thinking about calling in sick. Or not calling in sick. I was thinking about picking up a shift because it's just so easy. Because I've had these patients the last f- five days, you know. And then I like told myself, oh, like I told Clarice, I'd hang out with her, and that like meant a lot to me in that time, mm-hmm. you know, because he's never really shown me that. And um, and then we spent the day like he like we woke up like he was just like I told him I wanted to go to Costco and he's like, hey, we can go to Costco and I was like, no, it's okay, we don't need to go. And he's like, are you sure, like we have we can do it like we can run errands and then help him put in like that door shit and then like i went to walmart with him i went to lowe's with him to return his stuff and then he bought like a new lamp and then i helped i went to walmart with him to like because he was trying to rent it out because he was going to new york for an assignment so he was going to run out the rooms and so he's trying to get it prepared and he so i was helping him pick out fucking curtains curtains like and then i like stood in line with him for like but, like, previously, I also, I told him before he came back that, like, I was exposed to COVID because I went to, like, a New Year's Eve party, you know what I mean? And he's like, I'm not worried about it. Are you feeling symptoms? I was like, no. And then, lo and behold, I gave that fucker COVID. And he was so upset.
0: Oh, yeah, I remember that.
1: Mm-hmm. And he, like, was like, actually, so this is, like, pretty racist. So he was just like, I can't believe, like, I've been swimming in COVID because he's ICU for the past two years never once got it and then i hook up with a chinese girl
0: damn yeah I get it. yeah that's pretty racist
1: right and i'm only a quarter of chinese you know and i'm just like this fucking guy
0: yeah no that's <sighs> i don't know what else to tell you than.
1: he's a piece of shit uh, yeah but it's so funny because like once he got covid and i got tested like he was just like you're not gonna go to the gym with me and i was like no i'm gonna go get tested because like obviously we don't feel good and i went to go get tested and he like didn't and then i tested positive and i was like did you get tested yet and he's like no it was like a long line in the ed like blah, blah 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 and i was just like oh my god but he didn't go to work and like he would just like not text me because his sleep schedule is all fucked but then like I was just like had enough and he knew I was gonna leave like I was planning to leave like Saturday and he texted me on Sunday night and he didn't know that like I'd like push back my flight right but he texted me on Sunday night and was like don't worry I'm alive like gym tomorrow I'm going back to work and I said I left Boise I was like I'm not in Boise anymore and he's like, you left? Wow. And I never responded. And I thought it was, like, the funniest thing because I was still in Boise, but I chose not to see him. So, joke's on you, fucking Stefano. Or is that even how you say your name? Like, Stefano? Like, I don't fucking know. Um. <laughs> I'm really upset. And then know. he came to, like, San Diego. Like, he told me he missed me. And he's never, like, said, like, I miss you without, like a stupid emoji you know what i mean and he literally texted me just like i miss you and like but like and then he put and your sass in your lips but like just the fact that he like wrote i miss you without an emoji like i thought i was like oh okay maybe he does miss me he's like am i gonna see you when i go to san diego to visit my friends and i was like if you want to and we saw each other and then like we went to the gym and like obviously i was like living with my parents to save money at the time and he like wanted to keep me a secret so like couldn't go over to his friend's house and fuck and so I was supposed to take him to the airport the next morning and I was just like I texted him I was like you're gonna be across the street from the airport I think it's pretty pointless of me to drive 30 minutes out of my way early in the morning because his flight was like a fucking 5 30 in the morning or like 6 6 30 so I'd had to be there like 5 30 and then drop him off you know what I mean and he was just like what if I push my flight back and he did he pushed his fight back again, and then we didn't end up hanging out because he was, like, hungover, and I was just, like... I straight up told him, I was, like, it's not fair for me to, like, keep pushing back my plans. I have a life, too, so, like, I'm sorry. Like, we're not going to hang out, you know? And he's, like... He actually responded well to that. He's, like, I'm so sorry. Like, things... It's hard to plan when things are just so spontaneous, like, next time. And I'm, like, okay, cool. He's changing. And then we, like... <laughs> TMI, we like had FaceTime sex um before like while he's still in Boise before he left to New York and then he like a week later like he wanted to do it again and I was like driving my car back from Boise to San Diego and I was like, I'm tired, like I don't have the energy and he was just like, Okay, that's fine, like we'll plan for something else. And then I sent him like a video saying I missed him and then like he responded and then i didn't respond for like i think like 12 hours because i was out having fun with my friends drunk because it was super bowl sunday and he ghosted me after that for five months
0: damn
1: yeah like i texted him several times and he ghosted me while he was in new york and like i was in boise for two weeks like what at the beginning of this month and he i was just like krista like i have an inkling like that he's in town like i just want to prove myself wrong and so like we were in the area anyways so like you know what i mean like why not like be psycho be toxic and i don't know how to describe how i felt when i saw his truck because it's virginia license plate right And I was just like, so fucking upset. And Krista was like, you need, she's like, go, go knock on his door right now. (laughs) And I was like, are you fucking crazy? I was like, I can't look, I can't go knock on his door. She's like, why not? And I was like, first of all, I look like shit because we just floated the river. Second of all, I spilled ice cream all over my shirt. So like, yeah, I'm going to show up looking all like hot and cute being like, hey, how are you? Because you best believe if I looked like this right now all cute and done up, I would have knocked on his door and been crazy because he fucking obviously likes that shit. So she's like, let me write a note. And I was like, fine. So she wrote a note and it said, I remember it, it said, I think it's pretty shitty of you to ghost my friend and show up back into town without an apology. Wow, douchebag move. And like, I honestly wasn't expecting him to respond to that. And... He like did like it was like a week later. I think I like woke up because I had work and like it said his his name showed up like I never deleted his like name, you know, it like showed up on my phone screen. And then it said it had like a facepalm emoji and it said, got your note. And I like had him on red receipts at the time and I totally forgot until I looked and I just read that shit and I was like, I'm not doing this. And then he I didn't think I do did I tell you this?
0: Mm, Slightly, right? Maybe, yeah.
1: And then I like text or er, I like ignored him. And then the next day it was like Pride weekend. And then, like, I'm in like Sunday. I was at a pool party. And then I got a text from him again that said no question mark. And I was just like, no, like, this is not how you talk to someone after you ghosted them. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even fucking write the note. And I was out downtown. And I like was like on my phone and then I noticed that like it's called an app called Nurse Grid, right? And it's like a an app where nurses or like healthcare prof- professionals put in their schedule and you can compare it with your colleagues. And he texted me. I didn't know you could message people on there. And I was like, what is this fucking notification? <laughs> and then I looked at it and it was from him and it said, got your note. Um, text me if you want to talk. And I was like what the fuck? And then I crumbled, like I caved the next day. Cause I was just like, okay, that's pretty fucking desperate to text someone on a scheduling app. Cause he doesn't have social media, you know? Right. And then, so I texted him and I was like, Hey, and he was just like, got your note. And I was like, how many times are you going to fucking say you got my note? And then I told him, I showed you what I told to him, basically like he hurt me and blah, blah, blah. And, He was just like, I thought about, he's like, thought about you a lot and missed you plenty. And then I asked him, I was like, you couldn't tell me that. You couldn't call me or like send me a text. Why? And then he was like, my friendship degradation mechanic is flat out broken. I'm sorry. And I didn't even respond to that. I was like, I don't like that answer. What the fuck kind of answer is that? Like, obviously you're a narcissist and you lack empathy. And then he's like, I want to see you when you get back. And I was like why
0: (laughs) why fair question
1: and then so we do the song dance we were like texting and then he like asked me when I was coming back into Boise and I told him my dates and he was just like I want to see you like and then I was like can you pick me up from the airport and he was just like yes which I thought was like a big deal you know because like he doesn't like doing that kind of shit so i don't know i was just like picking at anything and we were like having good conversation like we facetimed and then he like gave he was just like being super needy and was like entertain me like why aren't you texting me and then another day he was just like stop sleeping in because i didn't respond to his text because it's pointless and he's like why aren't you working more Like, and then I told him, I asked him about like, like shipping his car to the East coast. And I was like, well, I might not need my car in Boston. And he's like, he's like, what the, he's like, you're going to Boston next. Like, what the fuck? You didn't even ask me if that was okay. And then he sends me another text and says, you're just going to fuck a bunch of Red Sox fans. Gross. This
0: guy's toxic as fuck. (laughs) So toxic
1: so toxic
0: yeah no it's it's insane
1: yeah but then i sent him a text and i stood up for myself because i'm like why like you can have because he's a good looking dude you know and he's obviously has a great body shit personality but whatever these days you know what i mean he's a nurse he makes good money you know what i mean like he checks a lot of boxes and like i don't know I was like, you can have any girl you want. Like, why the fuck did you hit me back up after five months of not talking to me?
0: It's control. It always comes down to control. Especially if you're dealing with a narcissist. I mean, that's, that's like their bread and butter is keeping people under their thumbs so they can, you know, it's like being a toy on a shelf that when it's convenient, you pull them off and you play with them and then you put them back. I mean, that's, that's what a narcissist does. Like they don't have, they lack the ability to have empathy and understanding and to really just leave well enough alone, especially when somebody else is hurting, but instead they choose to do what's best for them. And that usually pertains to sex or getting off on the control aspect. So, I mean, that part makes sense. It's just unfortunate. You know,
1: (laughs) like, I don't know, just like his response when I like put my foot down and did a boundary just like really fucking hurt. Like you could have said anything you could have said, you know how most guys would just say you're a great girl, but I don't see a future with you or like you're not what I'm looking for. Mm hmm instead he does understand i'll leave you be XO, xo xo and then p.s no more notes on my truck laughing emoji like okay cool like i'm not gonna respond to that and then like the most hurtful thing ever is just like walking to like walking through tsa and then seeing his name on my phone screen i'm like what the fuck before i like board my plane and him to say he's like Let's read it. True narcissistic
0: What
1: is it? I've been talking to someone. Not really sure where it will go because I'm not really a fan of losing freedom. But yeah, probably best if we don't communicate further. Best of luck with things. No, homie. I didn't respond to your text. Obviously, we're not going to communicate further. I
0: don't know. Well, yeah.
1: Like, what does Elijah think?
0: I mean, I've told you this, but like to reiterate it, it's definitely, um, it's, it's the control aspect and like somebody that has every intent to hurt you, whatever the cost. And when they feel like that control is slipping through their fingers, then they like, in my mind, if I was to like make an educated guess, like he, you said your piece. He comes back with some snarky remark and kind of a laissez-faire attitude towards something that's emotional and raw and real. And then you chose not to respond to that. Well, that sets off that like switch in a narcissist's brain to try and it's like a constant push-pull, like I have to pull you in far enough to keep you at arm's length. And that seems so counterintuitive, but that's how manipulation works. It's, I bring you in close enough, but keep you far away so there's nothing more to it. And so when you didn't respond to that, then he automatically reverts to the childish behavior of just saying anything that will get a reaction to continue that conversation because best case scenario, you would have responded to that, been like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me that? Um, How could you, I mean, there's a whole plethora of different responses, but it doesn't matter because it would have been a response. And then that's a jumping off point for continuing the conversation for him to continually be, in quote-unquote control of the situation. And the fact that you haven't responded is super great because he will reach back out, guaranteed, um, or he's going to find his fix somewhere else. And either way, like... Like it all comes back to the point that you set those boundaries for yourself and what you genuinely want and how you want to be treated. And it doesn't matter what happens from here on out. That was his opportunity to show that he's a man, like a real man. And at the very least respect those feelings and respect your position. And he deliberately chose not to. And that tells you, literally everything you need to know about a person is how they respond in those moments. It's people fuck up. People can change. I do believe that. But when you're presented an opportunity to do the right thing and you don't take it time and time again, that is a continuation of a pattern that probably will not change. So yeah.
1: Yeah. Like that second mess 24 hours later, 24 hours later folks that was malicious and it was to hurt me 100% like at first I was like there's probably no fucking girl like you're fucking lying you know what I mean because you I was just so raw and honest with you and I told you I wanted to be with you and I can't do casual with you and you didn't like that answer and so and you didn't like that I didn't respond because he doesn't like it when I don't respond because he just blows my fucking phone up when I don't you know what I mean? Like you saw the text messages. Like, something as simple as like, don't pick me up, I'm not a whore. <laughs> and like he just kept he sent me three messages in the span of an hour. Like, cause I didn't respond. And I was also working. Like, chill, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that but now that I'm thinking that like now that like we found out he owns his house, it's just like Hell, there could be, like, multiple girls, you know what I mean? And I just am so lucky that I got out of it.
0: Well, and you got out of it on your terms. Yeah. Like, regardless of the feelings of hurt, which are real, the feelings of, you know, let's just say that big R word, rejection. Mm-hmm. Like, you, te- you technically ended it on your terms because you gave him a chance to respond and he chose quite deliberately not to and then also follow that up with something that was meant to hurt you. So you actually are the one who rejected him because he wanted to continue to have you as a plaything, as a fuck toy, like whatever. Or it's just some pawn in a bigger game of seeing who he can fuck with the longest. I mean it's it's a sickness. Like it's a I don't think it's talked enough about like we we see like abuse in terms of like physical and we see like the extreme forms of emotional and mental abuse. But manipulation is also a form of abuse because there's a victim and then there's a purpose of doing it. So it's 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 just a different shade of emotional abuse that I don't think is necessarily talked about enough to where someone's literally holding the leash and it takes everything to break away from that and to end that cycle of manipulation. Um, And that's what you did. By just standing your ground, Like it doesn't have to be some blown out, confrontation some giant fight that erupts like it what it literally takes to end the cycle of manipulation is the one person standing up and saying this is what i want and this is how i expect to be treated from here on for here like here forward and like it's almost like a litmus test for what someone's real intentions are. They're either going to blow it off, give you some sarcastic, smart-ass remark, and then, you know, do, try and do the one-two combo of then hitting you with something that they know is going to hurt. I mean, that, that shows you, like, no no intention was good. It was completely one-sided. And that is a hard fucking pill to swallow when you realize that you invested emotional energy Time, effort, even just the physical part of having sex with somebody, regardless if it's great or not, like that's still giving a piece of yourself to somebody and then finding out that that person never truly had your best intentions in mind. Because, And you can like we can pull on that thread all day in terms of like you can rewind back months ago where you know he ghosted you like that's not what somebody does when they care about you you can pull it back even further and you know I mean you could you could spin out of control like thinking of all those instances but that's what I'm saying is like this one moment of you standing up for yourself and like setting expectations and boundaries and it was met with resistance and malice Like, shows that there was never a foundation that was solid enough for you to get what you really wanted.
1: Yeah. And it fucking sucks, because, like, I had, you know, I had really strong feelings about him. Like, I looked up to him career-wise, like, and, like, personal life-wise, because I was like, he has a lot going for him, you know what I mean? But then there's, like, things that just didn't add up, like how like we would go to the gym and he'd be like I just need, he's like I have my own personal shit that I need to like I don't know how to deal with so I go to the gym you know what I mean and then he was like work gym like
0: well and it goes back to what you said earlier like he supposedly like checked all these boxes like career wise like okay like you know I understand like being a nurse finding somebody who's also a nurse like that level of understanding is probably something that is very valuable in a partner because like who the fuck else is going to going to understand your schedule to understand the shit that you guys have to deal with day in and day out like you know some fucking normie like myself like i don't know what that life is like and that would be difficult to come home every day and not be able to talk about it in a free way where the other person like understands all the jargon all the situations etc etc like so i get that but you know just from the things that you've said like he sounds consumed with himself he sounds consumed with money like just even asking you a question like why aren't you working or or whatever you said like why aren't you working harder or why aren't you you working working more like that is such a small-minded way like instead there's a billion different things that you could say to encourage somebody to be better. It's not just about working harder. Like working hard is a good trait, but there is a point in everything that we do that something becomes toxic. If you're just working hard because you're running away from your demons, that's just as bad as somebody who, in my opinion, has a, has a substance abuse problem because they don't want to deal with their day-to-day shit. Like, it's, it's the same thing manifesting in a different way. It just seems more appropriate because you're making money because it's called work. Like that's I just want to like challenge that thought process of like, oh, that's that's, you know, he's such a hard worker. But like he from everything that you've said, and this is just like my outside looking in opinion like it sounds like he literally is not dealing with shit and is hiding behind work, the gym and lies because that's that's what he has. Like there's no substance behind the veil. Like and you pull back that veil quickly and not efficient- quick enough. <laughs> yeah, but we can you can say that about anything and it's these lessons in life are, are the worst to learn because you can only learn them the hardest way. Like when you have a brain like ours where we put in 150% in everything that we do or nothing at all, like that means in terms of relationships, like we put in that 150% and ignore 99% of the red flags. And, you know, it, it takes somebody really twisting your guts up To finally get you to the point where you set the boundaries that yeah, you could have should have would have set in the beginning, but That's that's so easy. That's so much easier said than done when you have such intense emotions about everything that you do Because that would require like throttling back and like looking at stuff and I just don't think that that's who we are I think it's about training ourselves to look out for ourselves quicker but but not changing who we are because at the end of the day like it is very special to love hard to invest everything it's just figuring out who's worth investing in and that's, like, the lesson. And I'm only saying that because, like, I'm dealing with that same shit. Like, I've dealt with that same shit over and over and over again of not setting those boundaries up front and then getting ultimately burned and feeling like shit for months. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I don't want to fucking be, you know, you know how anxious I've been and it felt like something's, like, seriously wrong. So, of course, like, being the hypochondriac that I am, like, I think... I'm on my literal deathbed, like and it scares the fuck out of me that if I look back, I would have not regrets of how I've lived my life, but how I've let other people make me feel. And that's the kind of regret like I don't wanna take moving forward is constantly letting people I I I mean that that book that's on the floor of like all my sketches and drawings and stuff like that Like I've, I've been writing in it because it's been therapeutic for me and this phrase keeps coming back like you are not a toy on the shelf because that Like I did a float tank the other day and like that is the image that like kept coming back up Is somebody taking me off playing with me and then tossing me aside or putting me back until it was convenient for them? to pick me back up again And like that is that emotional roller coaster when you're dealing with narcissists is that they don't give a fuck. Truly at their core, they don't have the ability to process other people's emotions. I'm so busy processing everybody else's emotions that I'd neglect my own. They're the exact opposite. They're so busy doing their own shit that they have zero ability to process anybody else's. And when it comes to relationships, like you have to have that fucking quality. Like, that is, like, the number. You know, we talked about that, about, like, passions and stuff. But I think empathy, I truly think empathy is the most important fucking quality to finding a partner. I can work with almost anything else. Yeah. You do something else that's not art, I don't give a shit. Like, if you're a nurse or, or a fucking engineer or an architect or have some fucking desk job. Like, yeah, we may not be able to communicate on a one-to-one basis because I don't do what you do and you don't do what I do, but you can work around that. Like, There's understanding. You can teach somebody like what your day-to-day looks like, but you can't fucking teach empathy. You cannot teach that. You cannot teach somebody to feel and to respect and consider your emotions and feelings. You just, you can't teach that. You just absolutely can't. I'm I am so I'm so adamantly convinced that you cannot teach empathy to somebody. Everything else you, you can figure out, learn, deal with, compromise on, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But empathy, I think, is the only box. Maybe not the only box, but you get what I mean. Like it's yeah. the most important box that you have to check. Because everything else flows from that. Mm -hmm. understanding of what you do, understanding who you are, understanding, you know, your space, your, your boundaries, everything stems from empathy. And if somebody doesn't have that, then I think it's just not, I'm just kind of coming up with that on the fly, to be honest with you, because I just think I make so many rationalizations. Oh, they're super hot or they're super talented or they're, you know, very interesting. Like that's, all of that's great and I think those are like you know we all have those qualities that we're looking for like it's easier said than done like, it doesn't matter what's on the outside it's only what's on the inside bullshit like you care like what somebody looks like physically how what people do for a living etc cetera, etc cetera. but if and I'm saying not we but if I in the situation could just figure out quickly like does this person have the capacity for empathy I think that would be the number one problem to solve. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. And
1: he clearly lacks that. That's for sure. Which, which is kind of funny because he's like, he has what? Like four other siblings and they seem to be doing well. Like what the fuck happened to him? You know what I mean? Like who hurt you to make you feel like this?
0: Well, he's clearly wildly insecure. I mean, I'm not saying... Well, yeah, I always
1: think people who, like, spend that much time at the gym and focus on fucking looks...
0: I was just about to say that, like, there are people who are very concerned about their health. But, just like anything... Will you shut up? (laughs) Shut up. There's always that bell curve where... You know, you go to that other side and it becomes there. There's so much more deep seated issues as to why you're doing that, why there's this obsessive component, why there's this like super concern on vanity or looks and stuff like that. Like, and it's usually stems from self hatred, uh, self confidence issues. And I don't, I, I mean, we all have. You know, it's like such a fine line. Like, if you met somebody who thinks they're just like, you know, the the shit. They think that they're the they have like this wildly overinflated sense of confidence. Like, I don't think that's yeah. Like, I don't in delusions of grandeur. Like, I don't, I don't. That's obviously not healthy either. And then somebody who just like fucking hates himself all the time. But there's like that sneaky middle ground where somebody is like actively like holding everything together with duct tape and glue. Like they, they're, they're like kind of just like a, a wolf in sheep's clothing where you're like, Oh, they're just really concerned about their health. And like all, and you can take the gym equation out of it. I mean, like I said, I think the work, what you've told me about his like quote unquote work ethic sounds like masking the way that he has this obsession with the gym. Sounds like masking the way that he's lying about very, ridiculous things like owning a fucking house that's masking so that all those are all major symptoms to the disease of something that has to do with confidence, self-esteem, whatever you want to call it. Like those all have those roots back to that. And I mean it's easy to look in, you know, hindsight's always 2020, but like that is From an objective observer's point of view, like, that that seems very clear now that, you know, we learned about the house and, like, the stuff that you've told me, the text messages that he sent you, like, that seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. So, I I don't know.
1: I just wish I knew why, like, if you don't have good intentions and, like, you're talking to someone... Why would you go through all that trouble to, like, get me to respond to you, to reach out? Like, going on a fucking scheduling app. Like, that is desperate. That's fucking desperate.
0: Well, and to go on... It wasn't... Okay, imagine a situation where you're talking to a guy. Shit goes sideways. You guys don't talk for a while. Um, You don't respond to the text messages. And so his only way of getting a hold of you is through the scheduling app if there was a hint of a true apologetic nature and or sincerity in anything like i can understand that i've done that i've done that shit not through a nursing app but like venmo whatever whatever, my friend
1: did it through venmo with a guy
0: whatever it is like it doesn't matter like but as long you can you can literally separate the difference quite quickly maybe not in the moment because it's easier said than done but just look at what he he kept hitting you back with got your note got your note not hey Clarice like I know that you may not be talking to me I don't know if you've blocked my number um, I did receive that note I feel I feel so fucking terrible I don't have an excuse I'm really fucking sorry like I understand if you don't want to talk to me again, but if you do find it within your heart, like, I'd love to have a conversation. That would be completely different, right? Like
1: I never thought about it that way, actually.
0: I mean, that that is, like, intent has everything to do with it. So by him just responding, I got your note three fucking times via text message and then going to this app, that's not the intent of brokering some kind of... Um, brokering some kind of authentic interaction it's just getting your fucking attention you do you get what i'm saying like where that difference is like i don't know like i don't know if that makes sense but
1: yeah but i don't know like either but then like i thought about it too it's just like okay you're talking to someone like but now that like now that he like sent me that text I was just like you know what like my Krista was right like do I want someone who sex and like tries to fuck other girls while talking to me no absolutely not I want someone who's interested in me and only me and is not like sidetracked by other fucking temptation you know what i mean and i don't know what it is because like when
0: well, obviously- somebody that accepts you for who you are i mean you've told me like stuff and it's may has may have been like not big in that specific situation but like overall like it all adds up like i i find it so maybe it's because i've never had like a regular job since I was, like, just fresh out of high school, but, like, the fact that you would question somebody's work ethic in a way of, like, why aren't you working harder? Why aren't you working more? Like, I don't know why I get hung up on that, but that blows my fucking mind because I can't imagine saying that to somebody. I can't imagine somebody fucking saying that to me. Like, why aren't you painting more? Why aren't you doing... Stop. Why aren't you doing more? Like, I mean, that is... Like, that is so wildly inappropriate in my mind and shows a complete lack of respect. Yeah. Because you clearly are not somebody who's just fucking off. Like, you already work insane hours. Like, you know, maybe some people may look at nurses and be like, oh, I don't know what the schedule is, but like, for example, like what, four days on, three days off, I don't know. Three
1: days on, four days
0: off. Three days on, four days off, and be like, wow, well, you could do more. It's like, yeah, but it's fucking hard work, what you guys do. Like, you need four days off just to recover from the, and not just eight hour shifts, right?
1: 12. 12 hour shifts. 13, sorry.
0: Okay, 13.
1: Sometimes you don't even get to pee. Yeah, so... Or eat lunch. It's great.
0: Somebody questioning that from the outside, like, if you and I were together and me saying that to you, like, you would light my ass up. You'd be like, what the fuck do you know? And But for somebody who fucking does it, to say that to you is wild to me. Like, I am so hung up on that. Um, I'm just so hung up on that he, like, says that because I think it's indicative looking at the whole, like, the bigger picture of that lack of empathy and honestly just the lack of respect
1: also like i like told him i was all tatted up now and he's like send me some tat pics like and then he like got mad at me because i wasn't like responding but obviously i'm at work like i don't have my phone on me like he's he's like blowing up my phone and then he's like did you work overtime to pay for those tats and it all always goes back to money but do
0: you yeah exactly so that is his version of a sickness. Like, there is... There is something that has happened to him. Like, wherever that is in his timeline. That has made him obsessed. And he is now projecting that onto you. Like, if you want to fucking work your dick off. And and run yourself into the ground. That's your decision. But... What if you have hobbies? And that you have stuff. and Or, you know, family. I mean, to not... To not have the wherewithal to just keep your fucking mouth shut and not say something like that shows like the complete lack of self-awareness and the lack of empathy once again. Like I'm saying, you you get what I'm saying? Like big picture, it adds up to the entire problem. Like, you know, you probably didn't think much about it when he said that or has said it. I know that's not the first time he's made a comment about Mm -hmm. that about your fucking work ethic, like, so, you know, once again, being the objective observer, like, big picture, I think it just, it it makes total sense, like, why he's, like, regardless if it's a joke, or some offhand comment, it doesn't fucking matter, because A, he's done it more than once, and B, it's clearly a symptom of a bigger problem. which is some level of some deep-seated insecurity about work or money or value or or the fact that maybe he's just fucking boring. I mean, I think I told this person on the golf course the other day, I was like, if all you have to do is talk about work, to me, like, I'll listen. I'll ask you how work's going. Like, I'll listen to some of your gripes and, like, complaints, like, because – We all need to vent, but I was like, if that's literally all you can talk about, you're fucking boring to me. Mm -hmm. And I am not gonna surround myself with people like that. I'm not trying to make it about me, but I'm just saying like- 100%. Like, I think that that is a symptom because I used to be like that. That's the only reason I can even say that because when I was full, full into real estate, I bought in hook, line and sinker where that's, that defines me as a person and i've now found you know and i'm not going to i'm not going to lie like after doing an excessive amount of shrooms like i have realized that we're all trying to put life into this box so we can understand and the minute that that anybody challenges that questions that you know those cracks start to form and people start freaking the fuck out because that is their entire identity is wrapped into one or two things versus oh maybe you have maybe you have uh complex views on religion or politics or you have hobbies and you're really good at what you do for work and you love your family and you want this and you love traveling and you love this that that da, 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 da. like you can go on and on like Your foundation is so much stronger, but someone like that who is consumed with money, work, and the gym, I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but that's what I've gotten from you. Like That means that they are wildly unstable in their complete overview of life, and that is why they neglect having empathy and understanding for people that really fucking care about them is because their entire identity is tethered to one or two fucking things, and that's it. You, does that make sense? No,
1: yeah, 100%. And, like, we've had this conversation before where, like, we got drunk one time. Like, we don't really drink, you know? Like, And um, that's why I like liked hanging out with him because, like, we didn't have to drink. You know what I mean? Like, we could just go to the gym. We could just, like, chill, watch a movie. Like, no drinking involved. And one time we got way too drunk because we it was like one of our last nights together. And he was like, ooh whiskey. He's like, do you want some? And I was like, yeah. And he knows I'm like to drink Clarice. And but he got like drunk, too, because like we opened a bottle of wine and like we finished that. And then like I was like, I'm going to take this moment. And like we were like laying on the ground. (laughs) I don't know how we got there, but I was just just like I like grabbed his face and I was just like, I care about you. And, like, he could not look me in the eye. Could not. And he was just like, stop. Like.
0: Yeah, I'm not, you know, this is just total armchair psychiatrist. But, like, you know, at 33 years old or 34, whatever he is, like, you know, I understand that feeling of being lost. Like, I've been there. It's something that I struggle with, like trying to find your place in this world. But like one thing that I don't question about myself is like my ability and capacity to like feel and care for others. And like just even through this conversation, like I feel so much better about myself in terms of not having like so much self-doubt and like self-anger because like at the very least I'm doing better than someone like that. And that's not even in a competition way. Um, that's not a I'm better than them kind of way. But like in the big picture of life and like happiness and finding somebody that like can, that I can build a life with. Like if I can at least start there, like as a foundation. And if I'm like, if I'm focusing on all the other stuff, like it'll all come, like mm-hmm. it'll, it'll all come and can build on top of that. But I really do after this conversation, like truly realized like how much like the ability to love care, have empathy, like truly matters and affects like all aspects of any relationship that you have. Mm-hmm.
1: And he was just like, I don't know. Like we also have this conversation. Cause like, again, the money thing working. And he was just like, why don't you just work overtime to like, you know, buy the things that you want. And I was just like, money is not an all be all for me. Like I make pretty good money. I have a house. I'm not worried about it. I'm not struggling. It's, and like we were arguing about this in his kitchen and he was just like, sometimes I think that I'm just wasting my life working. And I was like, I think you are. <laughs> yeah. He's like, my parents are getting old. And I was like, absolutely. Like you are just, I don't know.
0: No, I mean, in, and the fact that he was even even able to like recognize that for like a split second like and not i don't know explore that deeper i i don't know i mean i can't i don't know how that conversation went i don't no, know it just like, any like context it's very
1: like, like all our conversations are very surface level like he is just not i can't break down those barriers and he just is emotionless Mm -hmm. so me trying to connect him on a personal like i don't even know how i fucking fell in love with the dude like this is wild to me now Um, looking back at it it's just like
0: i don't think it's wild because i think people like us are always looking for projects
1: but i didn't want like it wasn't like i wasn't trying to fix him i accepted him for who he was
0: to a certain degree but like you wanted more
1: i wanted more yeah but like you know what i mean like i accepted that like he works a lot or, like, he's really bad at communication. (laughs) I don't know. I just, I think maybe it's just, like, the fact that he's hot. Yeah.
0: But now I realize he's a shit
1: personality. Like, I can, I can get that somewhere else. And now, like, the fact that, like, he, I know for a fact, now it's clear that he lied about having a house when you don't need to lie about that. It's just, like, now I can move on. Like, I'm probably still gonna cry, like, because it comes in ways, but knowing that he lied to me about that, like, I'm just, like, disgusted. Like, even worse with Colin.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: I'm fucking disgusted. Like, I lost all respect, if, like, respect, and you have no integrity, and that's very important for me. Boom. I just can't believe, like oh my god I just can't believe it you know what I mean and like the fact that like little hints like he's like 100% a fuck boy but like just like when we were first started talking like I can't believe he even waited like a month and a half before like we slept with each other you know what I mean and like he kept in contact with me and him just like like oh fuck, I forgot I lost my train of thought But, oh, he told me one time he was just like, you're the kind of girl that makes dude falls in love with them and then you dip out. (laughs) And I was like, excuse me?
0: That sounds like like projection right there. Don't lie.
1: And then he was just like, one time we were like FaceTiming and then he like, we were having a conversation about simps. And then I was like, I'm a simp for you. And he's like, no, you're not. And then he's like, I got to go. And then I was just like, I texted him. I was like, what the fuck? And he was just like, All this simp talk made me realize I was acting a little simpy and I don't fuck with that. And then he told me, he's like, you're a savage, you don't have feelings, like, and you just simp-pimp. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I have feelings. I've, like, told you I liked you.
0: Fuck that guy. No, that's ridiculous. Like, that- simp pimping. I don't even know what these words mean. A is like, someone that, like- Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, that sounds like a very junior high fucking.
1: And then for him to come over to my house and, like, be like, I'm very impressed with you. You know what I mean? Like, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, most people our age, like, spend money. Once again, money. Waste their money and, like, don't have property.
0: Did he grow up poor?
1: I don't think so.
0: Like, no. I mean, there's got to be...
1: I, I was stalking, stalking on Facebook. There's got to be, like,
0: some fucking deep-seated shit where, like, money is, like, the all-consuming...
1: But I grew up poor. Yeah. I grew up in the Philippines. And then I came to the States. My grandma had to walk me to school. And I lived in Nasty City, a.k.a. National City, in San Diego. And it was a ghetto.
0: Well, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know you grew up in the Philippines.
1: Yeah, I moved here when I was five.
0: I did not know that. Holy I shit! I don't really
1: tell people. I forget, cause I feel like I'm blessed. With well, lot and of I head.
0: guess that's probably like the difference, though. Like, cause my my guess is either he grew up dirt, dirt fucking poor, or he didn't and has gotten this warped sense of like what money like rapping or he had like parents who were completely wrapped up and involved in their careers and made that instead of the family the most important thing of their lives and like because that kind of st- that kind of like obsession doesn't come from just nowhere like that's some that's some like really deep-seated shit where somebody like puts their entire value in how, how how much money they have. And it's it gets so fucking diluted with work ethic because, you know, they can clap back and be like, well, I just like to work hard. Well, that would be pretty shitty if you said, like, well, you shouldn't work so hard because that's the the fucking American dream, right? Like, but it's not about the work ethic. It's about the obsession with money, like, is the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where the problem lies so (laughs) i don't know
1: it's just crazy to me like and how like just projecting of like you sleep with like you have all these simps blah, blah 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 like what do you what like what do you like get out of that like he like with the whole you're just gonna fuck a bunch of red sox fans like i know that's projecting but also like just like in the past where he was just like we were like in his kitchen and he was just like, Did you tell your simps you're moving back to San Diego? And then I replied with, because I'm petty. I'm like, they know.
0: Once again, insecurity. Like it's all all insecurity and control. Cause he wants he wants you to say something like No, I would I wouldn't say that, like I wouldn't do that. Like it's a fucking, it's a push and pull game.
1: But, you know, like, I honestly think, like, the like he was, like, interested in me because, like, I was... I can get anyone I want. You know what I mean? I'm not bad looking. I'm, like, we're in the same level is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he might have more money than me because he works a fucking shit ton. But my quality of life is better. And, like, we're on the same wavelength of, like, attractiveness. I like, may be a little bit attract- more attractive because my personality is, like, bomb as fuck. But... Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? I think it's just like the fact that like I never really like I would like he always like said he missed my sass and like that's what he liked about me and like that I'm stubborn and like from the get go, he sent me a photo and I was like, I don't want an archived photo. (laughs) And he's like, you're a brat, but I like it. You know what I mean? Like I spoke my mind and it was just like, yeah, you may be hot, but I'm hot, too. Like, I have options as well. You know what I mean? I don't know. But I just, like, it really bothered me when he, like, would... He, like, made me feel like like I was, like, a hoe. Like, I'm like, do you think I'm a slut? Like, I mean, maybe. Because I've sent, like... I've sent photos. Like, the same photos to him as to other people. But, like, whatever. Like, people do that. But it's just, like, the way he talks, like, oh... He's like, are you going to miss me? Like, all your simps, blah, blah, blah. Oh, his comment about you're the queen of cucking. You truly are the queen of cucking is what he told me recently. Do you think he's, like, kind of mad that, like... I don't know. I don't know. People, like, Krista told me, like, he's probably scared.
0: But... He sounds like a piece of shit, so... Um I don't think there's anything more to say about that.
1: <laughs> True. But wow, this was a really good conversation.
0: This was a good conversation. I feel
1: you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna try to get on the Nick Files Files. His podcast from The Bachelor. I feel like my situation's like really extreme that I would get on the show. Come on! I got interviewed for the Bachelor. I went to th- two interviews for it.
0: Okay. Can
1: you mark my words, Elijah McNeely. <laughs> I will, I will be famous.
0: We hear you. <laughs> we hear you.
1: Until next time.
0: Till next time. I'm three cry. Year, three years later. I'm gonna cry. Okay, we're gonna stop. <laughs> we're cutting it.
1: <laughs> okay.